Hey everybody, it's Kalen from Homo Superior. Just a little PSA before we get it into our regular episode. Um, you know the coronavirus is um, here, and just want to make sure that you are taking care of yourselves. Um, Self quarantine if you need to. Um, be good to everybody. Be kind. Don't be racist. And remember to uh, wash your hands for twenty seconds, or as I like to do it, uh, the Homo Superior theme song twice. So take it away, Brent. Well, Brent is gay, and Kaylin's gay, and Clark is gay, and Ryan's gay, and Adam's gay. It's Homo Superior. Now, do it one more time if you're at home. (laughs) I really hope that's 10 seconds, too. uh, We timed it. It's 10 seconds. You you really opened somberly and seriously. I thought you were going to cancel the show. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. (laughs) Did you cancel? I was like, uh, hello, my name is Kaylin Batia, and I'm canceling Homo Superior. (laughs) Due to coronavirus, this is actually (laughs) But we do want to say, like, there might be a week or two we we'll skip. It just sort of depends on what happens. Mm -hmm. Uh, We hope we don't have to, but uh, we might call in some quarantined guests or people. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Well, so this is issue number one thirty, and we're gonna get started. Do they? Do the quarantine guests know we're gonna call them? Oh no, 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 (laughs) no, no, no! no. It'll be Clark every week, and we will not be telling. Now, will he be at Arkham Asylum or Ravencroft? It depends on which week we're talking about. (laughs) Um, so this is issue 130, and we're going to start off by talking about the first issue of Cable, the newest issue of Dawn of, of the Dawn of X books. Uh, it's written by uh, Jerry Dugan, and it's uh, drawn by Phil Noto, who uh, is a phenomenal artist. Um, he uh, did a Black Widow series a while back. He's done a bunch of like image books here and there. He's been a mainstay at Marvel. And, of course, Jerry Dugan is the writer of Marauders. Or as uh, Ryan likes to say, more otters. Otter. More otters. So... Uh, First impressions, what did we think? I liked it a lot. I was surprised. I don't ever want to like a Cable series, but this one made me giggle. And we don't really know this character of this young Cable. Right. Um, so it was a nice introduction to who he is um, and how he sort of fits into Krakoa and like the greater Dawn of X world. Well, I, I loved it. Why, why do you hate Cable stories generally? Mm, too many pockets, but also like the obsession. Mm-hmm. It's like the quintessential 90s nonsense character of like big guns, stupid. He's always yelling. Everyone. It, you wasn't don't that a Teddy thing. Roosevelt quote? <laughs> <laughs> yes. Always carry a big gun and be fucking stupid, stupid. as hell. <laughs> no, he just like, yeah, Cable is definitely straight out of toxic masculinity. Like, yeah. gigantic, I mean, he fucking was, I mean, I, I think in general, people that really like the character that are like liking it from a more aesthetically designed perspective. Right. I'm sure he's had some deep, I saw your face, Kalen, so I'm sure <laughs> you've had some deep perspectives on, well, not this storyline, but in general, I think the That's most, what I was thinking, but most people think of Cable like as the I'm gonna kick your door down, shoot you, Punisher type of asshole. Well, thanks to like Netflix and Hulu and all that, it's time to just cut cable. Am I right? Oh God! Wow, <laughs> you let me finish my sentence berating you for taking it too seriously <laughs> just to pull that bad joke. Oh my gosh, you don't you need to take it more serious. <laughs> uh, I, I want him to be played by Jim Carrey. <laughs> uh, he's but he's like that '90s character that like growing up reading X Men comics, he was always the character I couldn't wrap my head around because right. he's, yeah. he was just a angry straight dude that was like yelling all the time. Nothing, and time yeah. Nothing to me, at least from my not ongoing reading of cable nothing to me as just like a sort of fair weather fan of his stuck out as like 
as much as I hate this series, this is definitely how I assumed a regular cable series would go. It was that fucking one that we read right when Resurrection yeah. started. Oh, yeah. Where it was bad. him and the Emperor, or whatever the fuck his name was. Yeah. Ti- like, Time um, Emperor. Maestro. Time Maestro? Maestro? Was that Maestro? Master or something. Uh, I don't remember. But I agree with Ryan. I, I really did uh, greatly enjoy it. Um, I think our listeners would love someone to recap this, though. Yeah. So, um, what I liked about it, um, and this is like the very beginning of the recap, is uh, it begins with the quarry, which is like these sort of like uh, fights between the various mutants very on cool. on uh, Krakoa. Mm-hmm. And of course, it makes sense. It's a great bit of w- a world building because they're just kind of hanging out in paradise, even though they get invaded like every week. Um, and so they're, of course, they're going to like, you know, do feats of strength with one another. And yeah. I love the infographic of like, who won? Who lost? Who's disqualified? Who tied, was, who's disqualified? And the X Men are constantly just always basically being militia at all times, so they're always ready to fight. So it makes sense that they actually have this type of Roman fucking cathedral. That Not was cathedral. my. Yeah. Uh, I mean, like it, it's a substitute for the danger room. Yeah. Uh, and also a substitute for those fucking baseball games. So, yeah, uh, no, so that's upgrade. this is a much bigger upgrade from the baseball games. So, Kaylin, what happens next? What happens next is uh, there's a mutant named Fauna who is uh, gone into the other island that Krakoa ends up uh, absorbing from a, a few issues ago, a few issues ago in X Men, the one with all the quote unquote monsters. They're just calling it Monster Island. <laughs> so Cable, Armor, and Pixie go to try to rescue Fauna, and um, uh, they encounter a giant monster. Uh, and one of my favorite moments, Can you I think, believe, uh, <laughs> I know, right, on Monster <laughs> Island. Island. Well, it's really more it's of a peninsula. peninsula. <laughs> Thank you. Um, <laughs> what I loved about it was Pixie uh, puts a little bit of a spell on Fauna, so it looked like uh, Cable was just playing fetch with like a giant dog a instead se- of fighting. A giant Sesame Street character. Yes. <laughs> I loved it. It was cute. Yeah. So much. And Cable realizes that there is a like uh, something sticking out of the paw of the monster, and it turns out it's a giant sword of one of the Space Knights of Galador, mm-hmm. uh, which is, I was shocked that this they were included in this. I, yeah. Uh, I knew they were coming from, like, previews and stuff like this. Oh, did you really? Okay. Yeah, okay. but not to, like, oh, what? Immediately into the story. Can you all explain what the hell that means? Yeah, sure. So uh, <laughs> The Space Knights of Galador. Yeah. <laughs> I, I don't know. So there is uh, there was a comic back in the late 70s, early 80s called Rom Space Knight, and it was one of those weird things where Marvel got to do an adaptation of a toy hmm. um, that, uh, <laughs> and they incorporated into like the regular Marvel universe. Uh, they lost the rights to Rom. Like it is, it's like it was belonged to like Hasbro or Kenner or Mattel or like one of those toy companies, <laughs> and um, and. But they got to keep all like the the background, the back matter that they created. Huh. So it was the space oh, they knights of Galador. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So uh, they would fight these uh, um, sort of like scroll sh- offshoots called the Dire Wraiths. The space knights of Galador just sounds like the most fucking seventies, eighties bullshit. I've I ever love heard. it. I love <laughs> space it. Space knights truly. of Galador, they're flying through the moon. Yeah, and then hair falls behind. <laughs> them. Right. Yeah. yeah. Very it's, anime opening. Yeah. Well, it's sure. also yeah, yeah. It's very like uh, Gundam. Or yes. like, uh, um, oh god, what was the uh, Captain Harlock? Mm-hmm. Whenever, whenever they pull their swords out, it like yeah. has lens flare. Yeah, yes. yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, uh, before just to finish the recap, uh, at the very end, the last few issues, uh, we're transported to a like a future hellscape with a giant fucking crab, and it looks like Old Man Cable is back fighting him. 
So they do like a bit. It seems like it's a time jump into um, into that whatever era time? that we don't know yet. <laughs> that crack was yeah. cracking me the fuck up. It's just like, yeah, what are you doing here? And then he just fucking shoots his hands off at it's, the same time. Yeah, yeah I, it, I don't think anyone was like, oh no, is he gonna beat that crab? <laughs> and yeah. Cable shows up on one of the horses from East of West. <laughs> That's oh yeah, very true. That's, That's very right. true. Yeah. Um, I will say this is overall a really good issue for me. I'm very excited to read more, but my favorite uh, page was definitely just reading the official combat record in the quarry. So, oh, yeah. Callisto fought three times in a row, and she beat Jumbo Carnation, which I thought was the funniest. That is hilarious. Yeah. Poor Jumbo Carnation. I know. He, he was not supposed He's to be He's a in that seamstress, fight. not a fighter. Because they didn't have him in his you know best role as like doing a walk-off or a <laughs> lip-sync for your walk-off. I, um, I want him to... He probably was like, I'm not doing this, and just left. I'm yeah, really interested to know, thing. between Gorgon and Magic, what Magic did to get disqualified, because they even referenced that in the comic, which I thought was I fun. bet you it was Portals. Mm. Oh, yeah. Yeah, so there, it's just supposed to be physic, like only physical hand to hand. Yeah, hand- no, they like, can, can do telekinesis. No, yeah, I thought that was illegal for him to do. He didn't get disqualified. No, that's, though, that's, he why, won. that's why yeah. Cable won. Yeah, I know, but like he, I thought he, he wasn't supposed it. to. Yeah, yeah. Speaking of portals, um, Pixie and Armor are two of his best friends now, which is weird and <laughs> yeah. seems kind of like uh, out of nowhere. Yeah. but Pixie is known for teleporting all the time. Why can't she just fucking teleport Fauna away and then help? That's a good point. I, she didn't use her teleportation at all. Not to be this fangirl, but like, yeah, I do like. I fan. don't like it when they don't. She use was busy to the fighting a Snuffleupagus, so. <laughs> or like get her knocked out or do something. I I don't know. Yeah. I think like, it was one of those things where they were just like they thought they were just having fun, and then it got more serious, and then they were just could be shitty yeah. fighters. And also, we get introduced to a romance between Armor and uh, Cable. Cable, exactly. Although, isn't he supposed to be dating all five of the cuckoos? That's what. It, yeah, <laughs> in a future solicitation, it looks like they're probably gonna. I don't know. I think it's gonna be like a will they won't they best friend type I, of thing. You could tell like the minute they like landed on top of each other, I'm like, oh, get the fuck out of here with that shit. Like, I don't uh, have time for this. But the things that I really liked about this comic, the first was the just the art. Oh. Yes, oh. art is very cool. So Phil Noto is fucking talented. Um, the second thing is I think it fills in yet another niche of world building where it's like okay there are these kids who have problems and they're they as children are too scared to bring it to a full-grown adult perfect area to have like a kind of like nancy drew or a hardy boys like some teen level yeah mutant try and solving problems that are a little bit lower scale but very high stakes to anyone who might to have that issue. Man. Yeah, yeah. No, uh, that makes sense. It was really nice to see them kick off this issue too with a reference to Monster Island because I like that again. The as much as it's probably not necessarily f- really timelining itself as tightly as it was originally, I do think that it's like great that they're like we did that whole issue. Remember where he was also on that island before? Now he's back. Like it just was like a good callback immediately of like something that happened in the X-Men comic, but wasn't like necessary reading for it to be useful. Um, I've been reading cable comics for a long time. I've never been the biggest fan of his, um, even though I think I had his first appearance of like new mutants number 89 or whatever. Brag. Um, <laughs> it was worth a lot of money at one point. Should have been 69. Yeah. yeah. Got him. Got it. Yeah. Um, but I love, love, love young cable. Uh, mm-hmm. I've loved him ever since he first exp- uh, uh, appeared in Extermination. He exploded on the scene. The scene. Uh, I loved him in the previous X Force series before uh, Dawn mm-hmm. of X. Um, I just like that, like you've got like this like sort of petulant child who thinks he's this badass. Like it is, it is a trope that I I kind of enjoy. He he feels current too. Yeah, feels very current. Yes. Like, which I really like. He, yeah, 
He's probably going to be a polygamous relationship. His He's hair probably... is a lot gay. Oh, <laughs> my God. If, yeah. If I thought that was a gay from DC, DC has honestly, Nightwing, yeah. we have young gay. Mom. Yeah, <laughs> he'd probably be pretty good cosplay to guys. And, yeah. Oh, hot, and, yeah. And we already know that he's going to grow up to be a daddy. I mean, come on, that's true. Uh-huh. Yeah, with a lot of cargo pants pockets. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And look at those fucking like you know f- like choke me daddy arms. Ooh, <laughs> I love a metal arm. Yeah. yeah. Um. <laughs> well, not a <laughs> fucking surprise in the issue. He pulls a goddamn sword out of some at a monster's foot. <laughs> we just talked about sword of X. X. X- Swords. Swords. Ten, ten of swords. Ten of swords last week. Yeah. I it's, don't really know if I want it. It's <laughs> it just um, seems so silly. So like, many comics. I like it. They're building it. They're building it up. I'll I like that, that they're building it. I like that they're building were it. Were you were you expecting a sword to be in that paw? No. I thought that was like a I thought that was a fun twist. And then when I immediately had that brain transplant as the Knight of Galador, I'm like Wow. Oh Jesus. It's um <laughs> They're going to start popping up everywhere. I think every comic's going to be like, but I do have something. And like, I just, I feel like I got a piece of corn in my mouth yeah. or something. And sure enough, it's going to be a sword coming oh, out wait, of their this fucking. This seems to be like a toothpick in your mouth, Gene. And then he pulls out his <laughs> <a> sword. <laughs> oh my gosh. Um, it's, it's heavy handed and I like it, actually. Yeah. I'm not mad at it. Well, <laughs> just going back to armor, I'm, I'm actually hoping that this book will. I know that you, Brent, always have a major problem. I think it was you. Or no, Clark has a major problem with armor as a general character. Like she's just a nobody kind Her. of thing. Yeah. And I do hate that not she's not a problem, but I agree. I'm hoping that she'll be defined by a comic. I'm just sad that it's a comic not about her and it's about a man. Her ca- <laughs> her character is always changing. That, they it. did try and give something interesting. I think it was in this issue where she was trying to talk to young cable about Things old cable said yes, to her. Yeah. I did like that. And I think that's creepy. That might provide like a more interesting kind of um way for her to develop, like her trying to work through having a mentor and then possibly being a mentor herself. Yeah, like I just I don't care if she like I think it's very similar to we'll talk about X Men later, X Men number nine. But the that Vol- you guys I think originally said that like Vulcan was not like that. Like I'm happy if these I don't really know. I know a little bit about armor because of all this, all the reading that we've done on the podcast. But I'm like, if someone just decides to write her as some fucking completely different character, I'm like, I'm in as long as it's good. And then that's the one thing that can like hopefully stick as opposed to just like a generic filler mutant. I enjoyed her a lot in this issue. It's just been, I think, in the issues of New Mutants that Ed Brisson has written, mm-hmm. um, where like she just felt very off from like previous interpretations, and mm-hmm. it was like off is fine as long as, to your point, Adam, it's interesting, but it was off and boring. Yeah, totally. Agreed. She had no voice. Yeah. News news flash. News flash. Coronavirus everywhere. Uh so it turns out it's not fake news flash. It's just news flash. Uh thank you for that. It's a fake news flash. It's the it's the news MSNBC wants you to hear. <laughs> uh, Joe Biden. Oh no. Okay. Um, uh, it turns out uh, Steve Orlando, which we are all huge fans of, um, will actually be making his Marvel debut with a series called Darkhold, which I'm very pumped. It's for a this. great sex position. Yeah. Right. That's a great porno. So, yeah. do you, have you read any of like Darkhold stuff, like in like previous issues, Ryan? I haven't. No. So uh, it's very much part of like the mystical side of of the Marvel universe. You're it's gonna say a book, something, right? Yeah, it's a book. Don't you dare tell me you don't know about Darkhold. What do you mean? You know how Talk much we me. watched Agents of Shield. <laughs> <laughs> there was an entire season. Oh around God, it. you're right. <laughs> Is there really? Yeah. Oh it, my it's God. It's the Ghost Rider season. Hey, right? maybe we'll have to watch that. 
But yeah, no, explain more about it. But it's just really funny. Yeah. That's when I saw that I was like, oh, Adam, yes. I don't know how I forgot that. Honestly. Yeah, <laughs> it's it's very much uh, like a book in sort of the Lovecraftian sort mm-hmm. of um, you know Necronomicon. Genre. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So it looks like an Necronomicon. And then Doctor Doom's gonna be in it because Doctor Doom. What I actually love when Doctor Doom does like the mystical shit because like he like kind of bridges the divide between science and magic. Um, so I'm super excited. Steve Orlando, to Ryan's point, is a great writer. He's been mostly doing DC stuff with some of his own independent work at Image and other companies. Um, but uh, he's wonderful. Also, he's LGBTQ. He's bisexual, and we've had a chance to meet him a few times. He's most great. he always shows up at the cons. He's yeah, great. he was most recently at FlameCon last year, mm-hmm. and he's like very friendly with his fans. And <laughs> that we saw him. I'm sure he's been other places. Well, he was at Awesome Con too. Yeah. So, um, uh, but. Um, <laughs> The DC New York ones that we have been to, <laughs> but I'm sure he's gone to like you know Manassas. San Diego. Manassas <laughs> hey. No, hey. it's Manassas yeah. Con. Name more other cons he might have gone to. Uh, Dragon <laughs> Con, Drag Con, Minneapolis. <laughs> I was trying to think of like a Min- funny yeah. name, but like, but Polis. I do like yeah. that you jumped into the city before having the joke. <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, also, Scarlet Witch is going to be in it. Obviously, you said Doctor Strange. Yeah. Um, and it, Doctor Doom. Fe- yeah, Doctor Doom. I'm sorry. Um, but so it feels like it's going to be very like spooky. So I think it's sort of a build up to probably like That's your favorite word, isn't it? Right? <laughs> it truly Spoopsy. is. Spooky. 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 Um, I think it's going to be like a build up to the Doctor Strange movie that actually comes out. Oh yeah, so, like, it'll be right around that time frame. Yeah, yeah. And I hope it leads to him doing more Marvel work yes. and even maybe doing some stuff in the Dawn of X milieu because. I'd love to get some more queer voices. Please. Sure. Yeah. yeah. So uh, more news coming up. We have a new Shang-Chi miniseries uh, uh, that's going to be written by uh, Gene Lun Yang and uh, drawn by um, Philip Tan. And I don't know, is Dyke Ruan the writer or artist of this? Dyke Ruan is the artist. Artist, yeah. okay. So Philip Tan and, and Dyke Ruan are yeah, the artists. Yeah, they're both together the artists. Yeah, so it is a... It looks like it's an Asian-American creative team writing for an Asian character, which is fucking awesome. Shang-Chi is wonderful. He's going to be a Phase 4 character. Uh, phase 4 or Phase 5 uh, in Marvel and MCU? I can't remember. I think 4. Okay. Yeah. Hopefully 4. Uh, and uh, Jean Yun Luang, if you've ever read his stuff, he is fucking tremendous. Uh, he wrote a graphic novel that we read recently, and Brent helped me with the name. I believe it's called The Art of Charlie Chan Hock Chai. Oh, yes. And it is a fictional uh history of an artist from singapore kind of responding to um singapore's um integration into malaysia and it's an amazing book because it crosses so many different genres of art and it also kind of creates this fictional storytelling narrative of a person who like who actually responded to relevant events and created art that wasn't right. available at the time. Um, I think this is uh, Gene's first Marvel work. He's done stuff for DC as well. He even did a um, comic called The Superman. It's about the Chinese Superman mm. um, when uh, the you know the People's Republic of China tried to develop their own like Justice League characters. Mm-hmm. Um, and that oh, was like, interesting. Uh, it was really well regarded. I haven't read any of the issues, but I've heard really, really good things about it. So, um, very talented. Shang-Chi is one of my favorite characters and really excited to be reading this. Do well, they so, put the emphasis, like, do they like the Superman or is it just like the Superman? 
Um, the, is it like a way of differentiating it from Superman stories, or is it like is there actually something where they're going the Superman, and it's like a way of interesting way of rewriting history? No, it's like he's a character that actually exists in the DC universe as like along with a contemporary uh, Superman. I see. Okay. So like it's it's in canon. Gotcha. It's just he's called the Superman, like with a hyphen between the super and the man. Uh, so this is coming out in June, and uh, it's actually going to be in time, so it's definitely a Phase 4 movie because they're aiming for February 12th, 2021 for Shang-Chi and the Legend of the Rings. That's yes. really... So it's coming out right before Doctor Strange then, huh? Mm. The Legend of the Ten Rings? Ten Rings. Ten Rings. Yes. Which is really fits into... X-Rings. Mandarin's whole shit, doesn't it? No, yeah, Mandarin's supposed to be the bad the guy. It's the X-Rings, It's sorry. the X of Rings. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> the legend ben of Kingsley the is coming back. No, wait. He's not the Mandarin. <laughs> nope, 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 nope. Uh, all right. Do you guys want to do... Some, do you want to do a pitch game, or do you want to do let's, the... All right, this might be stupid. Well, let's first. get some other quick news out before we Oh, you we got some more quick news? news? I sure do. Oh, oh, get it out, bitch. Breaking news, bitch. Thor 4 is actually going to be featuring... It's been confirmed that they're going to be featuring Guardians of the Galaxy. I think we already kind of felt that that might have been happening due to the end of uh, Endgame. Endgame. Yes, and where he called themselves the Asgardians of the Galaxy. Correct, but that was actually supposed to be because or at least the saying goes that it was supposed to be because Guardians of the Galaxy Volume 3 was supposed to come out. Yes. And James Gunn's whole shit got fucked so now here it is. So they don't really know what it's, how much it's going to be. I would love, I would love it in the, do we want to say Do you want to say it at the same time? No, no, no. I have no idea. Three, two, one. The entire first uh, <laughs> Guardians of the Galaxy movie happens before <laughs> they show all of the Thor, Love, and Thunder. So it's a, like a four-hour, five-hour movie. That would be <laughs> insane. I, Marvel it. might do it. I'm I, there for it. Why didn't you join in the bit? Because I didn't know what you were going to oh, do. Oh, you guys yeah. were just harmonizing. I, thought. <laughs> oh, I, I oh, heard both of your I voices. I thought we were both going to say our idea at the same time. I just whispered very soft. <laughs> so we know that Taika Waititi is the director for Thor 4 like yes. he was for oh, the Ragnarok no. uh, but how great would he be as cast as Reed Richards in uh, in the MCU oh I don't like that oh I don't no. like him as I don't like him as Reed Richards I feel like Reed, Reed Richards is more yeah I have stoic. such a hard time because we talk, oh, we've talked about too. Reed Richards before and I'm not a big fan of John Krasinski playing him although I am did you hear John Krasinski <laughs> would be interested I am here I would love it if him and Emily Blunt were in it like that to me seems a meta enough that I'm married. yeah I just think yeah. that's kind of cool because she's also I actually like her a lot more than I think she would be a great Sue Storm right because the cornerstone of acting is being just married. actually being married, married to doing someone. all the parts <laughs> well don't you remember Mr. Deployed. and Mrs. Smith? That was fantastic. That Ooh. movie. Whoops. Um, <laughs> but yeah, it's very tough to pin down a good Reed Richards. Josh Krasinski. Is Josh or John? Josh. Josh Krasinski is too hunky. Stop saying Josh. Oh, John Krasinski <laughs> and his brother Josh are both too hunky for Reed Richards. Yeah, like, that's I a want, good point. I want someone a little I, bit like... I disagree. There's a little been, bit of Lexus. There's, yeah. a, there's been uh, writers of Fantastic Four like all the way like... Uh, like past couple of years saying that he basically looks like George Clooney. He's so attractive. He just grayed early. So I don't necessarily, I think it's interpretation of that. So the there's other definitely thing- comic writers that have said he is a attractive. But you need man. someone to be goofy and John Krasinski hasn't been goofy since the office in like the mid since he bought that house without telling Pam. Uh, no one was. I, I mean, yeah. I mean, I stopped watching my dad. It's a venture brothers reference, but if you could like pick a dream person for it, I think if Stephen Colbert was like, an A-list celebrity, he would be perfect for it. And 20 years younger. Yes, yes, yes. Why don't they go the She-Hulk route and just say, we're casting a John Krasinski type yeah, and then not (laughs) cast him? There's got to, I mean, like, that's the thing, though. There's got to be kind of like, they don't have to because they always want to pick, like, higher level 
actors, especially because like I think of the they they cast I forget his name, but he's playing Shang Chi, the guy from fucking Kim's Convenience, yeah. which is like mm-hmm. a fantastic uh, Canadian comedy show. And it's like it's amazing that he would be picked up for that. I wish they would do that, especially with like a multi cast like you know you could pick a you could pick a famous uh human torch you yeah. don't necessarily need every single one of them to be completely famous you know do I you know remember the like show that. uh the bitch in, in apartment 23 yes the uh, b the b in apartment 23 that, uh, that bitch in that apartment this is a rated r <laughs> podcast um the guy who played her father uh who dated the roommate he would be a good Reed Richards. Oh, I need to look that up, but I feel like I can. He's visualize. so attractive. Yeah, that, I do think that this is actually my other problem too. Like, I don't consider Reed Richards young. Like, I do want to see him be a little bit more older, even if he I was like a young that. person with. Well, that's gray why hair. I said Taika Waititi. He's got the graying hair. He's kind of goofily handsome. He's a He's good actor. He's too wacky. Yeah. I don't mind wacky. He's too much of a funny Hitler. Just, just throw Andy Serkis in a fucking green suit and have him walk around for a while. Well, waka, hear- waka, waka, waka. <laughs> uh, by the way, this section started with the Guardians the of the Galaxy yeah. at the so, beginning of Thor. Just to, well, just yeah. to close oh, it and, out. And now we're um, here. <laughs> so just to close it out, what, what they're- Yeah, what a stretch the, of Mr. Fantastic. Hey, the original or the current focus of the movie, which has Christian Bale as the villain, is supposed to be very focused on Jane Foster. Ooh, right. Um, Ooh, I wonder who the villain is going to be. So it's one of those things where... In what? Thor? Gore? Yeah, because Gore? Gore. I think it's Gore. Gore? Yeah. No. Gore and Rhymes Thor. With Thor. Rhymes with Thor. <laughs> Mangog. Was he? <laughs> Man- a DC character. No. Oh, then what's the name? Oh, is that who? Who's the, the fucking God dude killer? that... Who's the guy that blew up? Uh, That like, who would he... Is it Gore that he fought like... In the series that like War of Realms? No, before that. Isn't there some fucking name that starts with an M in Thor? Yeah. Well who is Malkith? No. Yeah. It was like some other god that like took over Michael Valhalla. Maloki? What does Gore do? So what is Gore? Gore is the god killer. So maybe it was Gore. I don't know. For some reason that just sounded different. But I am thinking of Mankong from fucking uh can but it come. This yes. is the most yeah. useless thought whatever sack I've ever been in. <laughs> Gore Love and Thunder is coming out November 5th, 2021. Gore Love and Thunder <laughs> is coming out. Gore Love and Thunder. Gore Thor and Clunder. Uh, <laughs> and then from uh, my other, mostly for the rest of my corner is focused on Deceased. Uh, so that's the series from Tom I'm sorry, Taylor. do you have a corner Deceased. now? Deceased. <laughs> no, it's gets, called a lisp. Like, oh, wow. <laughs> It's a cul-de-sac. You said it right earlier. <laughs> you just keep going around me on this podcast. <laughs> <What>? <laughs> um, so uh, uh, if you've read any of Deceased, which we all did for um, on the podcast, there is obviously a big climatic finale where many of the um, Earth's finest on the DC side in this alternate universe were basically turned into undead. Okay. And, um, and aren't like, they called the Earth's Earth's mightiest? What are they called? No, Earth, that's the Avengers. Yeah, Earth's, yeah. Earth's finest. Earth. <laughs> the boys in blue. They mostly are police in, in DC. Yeah. I, I like. want to get that calendar. Earth's <laughs> finest. I'm there for it. They're like just shirtless. Yeah. No, it's, and it's and nice. Just wait, butt pics. I think you're. I think you're thinking of the sexiest man alive. It's done by People Magazine. <laughs> the sexiest man alive. Justice League of America. Earth's finest. <laughs> Um, so essentially they're doing another series kind of taking place after all of the uh, incredible devastation that happened on Earth, uh, focusing on the heroes that were kind of left undead without it's, spoilers. It's a cool Justice League, yeah. too, that they put yeah. together. It's like uh, Name Damien, who it is. Oh, Damien uh, Wayne uh, mm-hmm. as the new Batman, Connor Kent 
That's Superman. You've got Black Canary as Green Lantern, Green Arrow, and then I can't remember who the last one is. Green Arrow is the Black Canary. Yeah, basically. <laughs> <laughs> well, and like Cyborg. Well, I don't want to fully spoil it, but there's, yeah, there's lots of rear changes and lots of craziness. It was six issues, probably too short. I think that's the only thing that we liked it, but it really had no impact because it was not enough. So I'm hoping that this kind of follow-up will really extend the storyline. How many issues is it going to be? I, probably another six, I would imagine. Yeah, yeah. Oh, okay. They have, uh, there wasn't like a ton of information, but there is still Unkillable, which I haven't read and I've I haven't read either. Yeah. It's a concurrent series about some of the villains during this time uh, of the first miniseries. So it's nice. uh, hopefully yeah. going to get fully announced later this month when we get the June 2020 solicitation. Yeah, sounds interesting. Yep. I'm totes mask in. That sounds fun. Jack, I'm glad yeah. Clark's not here because I have to listen to him yell about yeah, it. It's like, I don't want to fucking li- watch this or read this. All right, do you want to do This Might Be Stupid, but All right, This Might Be Stupid. Oh, lay it on We're me. just back in the rumor mill. <laughs> Screen rant. These are good. Some of them come true. It's Remember the She-Hulk thing? Rant. It has been confirmed that Mark Ruffalo's in it. So that was but that, no, that wasn't. It. Not... it was Allison Brie. God, d- on well, Allison Brie. Oh, I thought we did. Well, I hope you're thinking about other types because I am. Uh, we might have Keanu Reeves as a uh, a Keanu Reeves type as <laughs> uh, Gambit. Uh, Gambit to be the first foray of the X Men in the MCU. Which is hella stupid. This is one of the stupidest rumors out there currently. Yeah, it's and pretty dumb. It's almost as bad as Chan and Tatum trying to make his own Gambit movie. But that almost got <laughs> off, honestly, though. Yeah, and, and then, then I, I almost got too. off. Yes. <laughs> it, any, see, I hate myself more than you hate me. See, right now, that's Brent. how you say things at the same time without thinking. They, okay, so they said the I, same thing at the same time. Each of them had a different reaction time. <laughs> to how the others said the same thing. So they tried to high five. Both of them swung their hands forward like they've ne- they swiped their hands forward like they've never done a high five and missed each other and then felt super confident everything they said and did. I've the ne- two shared a brain. I've never been happier that this was a podcast ever. <laughs> Come ever. see us live. <laughs> so, so it was uh, Fartbox44 who suggested Keanu Reeves be... Uh, Gambit. Was there actually like? Hey, how was, do you know my password? Was there anything beyond uh, just someone speculating on Twitter? No, pretty much not. But um, but there was a couple articles because this guy eventually did like fan art and stuff like that. So all of those images started circulating around, and then people said uh, Keanu Reeves as Gambit would be the entryway into how we meet the X Men, which I. I like the idea of individually like introducing the X Men slowly, but I don't think the way would be Gambit first, let the rest follow. Yeah. And yeah. Keanu Reeves, he is an attractive man and looks great, but I think they would probably choose a younger person oh, totally. to, yeah. um, and, uh, and more of a, how do I say, a sex pot? Because I think they need someone a little bit more, <laughs> just not Keanu I Reeves. I would much more prefer the way that they start uh uh, mutants in the MCU mutants. is that they are hiring lesser known actors mm-hmm. and so it's yeah and younger so that it's like you're going to be able to see these people for a long time correct and they're going to like you need a really good casting director to figure out who's going to play each part but mm-hmm. you'd be able to see like a really great storm for a decade I'll, just like Tom Holland was like mm-hmm. an, a fairly unknown a few movies yeah. but mm-hmm. has the star yeah. potential to be or around Hugh Jackman or <laughs> <laughs> Robert well, Downey Jr. <laughs> the other big thing is that Keanu Reeves can't do accents for shit he like is a fun actor in like when I want to hear him say Sherry don't oh my god one note do not give him an accent yeah <laughs> 
That's all it is. How I mean, do you say shit? Like yeah. they, they, uh, I was just. I, 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 I would be fine if they tried to do the thing which happened with uh, Scarlet Witch, where she's like, Pepper Cash, Pepper Cash, Pepper <laughs> Cash. And the next move, she's like, Well, I guess I'm going to go up the street now and just completely. Oh, you mean the Halle Berry method from yeah. X Men 1 to oh, X Men 2? Exactly. Yes. Do you want a newspaper from the shop downstairs? And you're like, What? <laughs> what happened what to you? What happened to your You're accent? like quasi Kenyan last, the last <laughs> oh movie? Okay. But I will take a Washington. Uh, post. I do think yeah. in, in, like, within the universe, uh, the idea of them coming as a result of the blip and everybody coming back is a good way to say this caused mutations to happen. I think mm. it's a good in reason, a good, like, movie I can't in go movie. into this conversation. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I'm okay with it. I, 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 or maybe they just came from another dimension where Louisiana I, doesn't exist. <laughs> <laughs> I could see. Yeah, definitely. I definitely feel like the, the multiverse is a good setup as well. Although, cause like you might, especially with, if you're leading towards Kang being some yeah. sort of major phase six finale, the, the, I don't know the destruction or combination of all the multiverses. Like you can have X. What would actually be kind of cool is if they had, they were like one or two movies outside of realm. And then because of whatever happened in the major storyline of the next couple of phases, right? It's combined and they already have presence, but now they've been established in this new world without being I, like, where'd those people come from? I don't like the idea of them coming from a different, like really? universe. I don't at I all. I don't either. I think I, want them I think, to be born. I think, ours. and I think that's the reason why, like they're a result of like the blip and the return. It's like, it caused, something it almost it's like the earth is almost coming up with their own like defenses the only reason why it's hilarious i don't mean to cut you off but it's like i just think about it's a it's this the blip actually also then causes the end of the inhuman so it's perfect everything was oh that's perfect yeah i'm into, I'm into it yeah uh, the, good uh tony stark that they keep saying you've got to be super strong to be able to control that gauntlet yeah and he tries to do it on his own and maybe he doubled down and yeah. like try to change things to put a suit of armor around the world yeah and that meant having like oh, their other exactly they're the world's uh, like oh, defense I love system. That, I want to unsubscribe from this fan, but we didn't. Uh, <laughs> but okay, we so, didn't describe other people who we thought might be a better gambit. Oh God, mm. it, I, it has to be an unknown. I think all the new X Men should just be younger actors that are have like blossoming careers. Can we just get Tom Holland? There's gotta be. Is he I feel busy? like yeah. there's definitely a couple. There's gotta be like people that are currently on. I don't know, fucking CW doing some. Cajun Why do we accent? always go back to CW? Because that's yeah. where you get the cheap that young actors from. <laughs> but the cheap young bad actors. Yeah, yeah. that's fair. Uh, or like a bunch of like Netflix shows. You yeah. Know, there's a bunch of characters or actors from Sex Education that could like be in. Right. I just mean I have it. I, I think it's because they've actually toned down a lot of the Cajun accent type characters because I think they're so they sound so comical. It, so- it sounds Damn. like a made up accent. He's yeah. And people yeah. don't realize like like I think hey, uh, a fame. real like Pennsylvania, Maryland, or Louisiana accent, Louisiana accent, all sound like not real. Yeah. Like you, you even if you're doing it good, no one, no one's supposed to sound like well, that. Well, doing it well. I no, think good. I, <laughs> I think there's we, 18 definitions of good in the dictionary, bitch. Mic drop. <laughs> Got him. <laughs> Clang. And it, the it, villain d- from Phase Five. Go on. <laughs> a That's defining okay. thing for Gambit is to look good with long hair. Yeah, and not a lot of young actors can pull that off. It's got to be like it's. I you got to be hot too, and Jared pull off freaky ass red uh, eyes. You know what? I w- if Jared Leto a was young younger, Jared he Leto. would be perfect. Yeah, Jordan for Catalano it. from you know right? my so called life. Yeah, perfect Gambit. No, he really would be good for that. You're right. That's exactly. We should how actually invest in learning some young actors for these next <laughs> casting calls honestly what are we casting agents <laughs> fuck it it's uh who could wear are you sherry pie who is 
It's who could wear black and pink. Um, well, no, black and pink contacts without having their eyes bleed over. Because like it's red look, eyes it's, and then it's red is eyes. Is it red? Red it's eyes. Red. I yeah. always thought it was and pink. Black no. whites to the eyes. Oh my god! I'm black, black whites to the eyes. Let me deal you a card. Jack's is that good? Bad, uh, to <laughs> open. Should you be the next Gambit? <laughs> <laughs> I'm auditioning. Yeah. You sound like Madame Raz. All right. Uh, <laughs> I, I, there was one other piece of news that we didn't discuss, which was the new actor who's been introduced to the Loki series. Oh, yes. Uh, what is the actor's name again, Ryan? Um, it's hold, please. He was I, in, I, I he thought was... it was James Woods, but... No, no yeah, it's not James Woods. James Woods is canceled. He, I, he should be. Yeah. Uh, no, he was in uh, the latest Star Wars, Rise of Skywalker. He was in... He's he was in that movie with, uh, oh God, why can't I even? It's think because of... you can't remember one name. You can't remember. I can't. Chain that of is the chain of events. You're free falling. You're free falling. I really but, am. But it's the... Richard E. Grant. Yeah, Richard E. Richard Grant. E. Grant, who's a British, uh, I believe he's British, British actor who's been in a bunch of stuff, and he's oh, been ca- Richard E. Grant. <laughs> Wait, do we have Richard E. Grant on the phone? <laughs> yeah. Hello. Oh, oh he was in God. that movie he's... with uh, Melissa McCarthy. Melissa McCarthy. That's yes. what I was trying to think of. I hope you'll forgive me or something like that. He was also in Logan. He was Dr. Xander Rice. That's right. Yeah. yeah. A little undercooked for me. Um, so he's supposed to be in the Loki series on Disney+. Plus. Uh, it would be great if he's old man Loki, because he definitely that has that fun. kind of like an older... Um, Mischievous yeah, yeah, kind yeah. of personality. He's only going to be in a single episode, so Just that's actually one, very yeah. fitting, too. Yeah. So far. Yeah. Yeah. I think it'd be fun. Yeah. <laughs> All right, let's play a pitch game. All right. Say. All right. So it's just the same yeah. pitch. <laughs> uh, so Disney Plus has ordered a six-episode Beauty and the Beast spinoff prequel mm-hmm. featuring LeFou and Gaston, a.k.a. Uh, Fats and Dyke. Uh, what are other <laughs> worthless side characters you would like to see in a live-action show? And what would the show be all about? Uh, I would have one where it's Hades from Hercules tries to woo Maleficent, and it's called Hellfire, and she's like, nah. Oh. They're in the universe at the same time. Yeah. Well, he tr- Is it all just a love story? Well, he's tr- it's unrequited love story. Like, he's trying to get her, and she's like, no, bitch. Okay. Yeah. But are they bad? Yeah, they're bad guys. I mean, oh, they're I like that. But they're like, you oh, know. Oh, but, they're bad. But That's you love to hate them. You That's love twins. No, yeah. Brian, they're not bad. They're bad. <laughs> <laughs> um, okay, my idea is since Disney owns everything that we love, um, you know how the gargoyles from the Hunchback of Notre Dame yeah. are around? Yeah. I want them to meet the gargoyles from the 90s yes. TV show. You just blew my mind. Isn't that fun? Wouldn't yeah. that be? Um, so all the I've been watching those on Disney Plus recently because there's what? nothing else to watch, and um, I think they <laughs> nothing, were... nothing else in the entire how, world. Do you know how hard of a movie that would be to watch? Oh, because you'd have a bunch terrible. of gargoyles that are like we turn to stone at night, but we jump around and fly. Versus a bunch of gargoyles that are like we're mostly still stone. We don't have legs. We hop around on our giant bricks. But we literally can't move otherwise. Some can right. glide. Others are just still there. Yeah. Some are awake at times. The others are asleep. They go like this. Really hey, uh, hey, did you uh, see that view? Yeah. Yeah, I did. It's more of like it's a Big Brother show. It's literally like 20 minutes a day that they can hang out. And they just yeah. capture that in every episode. Because that's all the time that they can it's share. It's a hangout comedy about gargoyles. I'm there for it. Okay, I do have one other. And I hate to be this guy. But um, Wally... Time jumps through different Disney universes, and he meets like different characters. Oh, I oh. Like that. so he but like why finds the main character. Yeah, you're this just describing the plot of Kingdom side Hearts. characters, man. Well, I mean, 
Oh, you're right. Okay, it's the roach then. All those fat. All those he's trying to interview people, <laughs> but he can't communicate with them because he's still a roach. All the uh, fat people from Wally Go on The Biggest Loser. What? That's <laughs> your you idea? You said side characters. No, I did say I wanted a multi-season show about the women singers from Hercules, but it's just the plot of Dreamgirls stretched out over three seasons on Netflix. <laughs> I'm there but, for it. But yes, told girl. in the time of Hercules. Yeah, um, I'm into it. Who's the magic light? <laughs> I'm into it. It I, can't be. Oh, and then also it's a it's a Bravo esque show uh-huh. about the harem in Aladdin. Oh, <laughs> what's it like called? A, a Real Housewife. It'd be like the Real Housewives real of Baghdad. <laughs> the Real Sluts of Arabia. I don't know. <laughs> uh, okay, well, I, uh, awful. All right, so it's a pitch meeting. I think. Uh, <laughs> It's cheating a little bit because in the in the live action version, Iago, the parrot, doesn't talk. But imagine that he can talk. Uh, he can, has the ability to rub a lamp, right? Uh-huh. So he goes and finds the lamp, and then he like rubs the evil lamp, and he's like, "I wish I had a friend." Aww. And because uh, what's his name, Jafar, mm-hmm. is such a dick, he makes his friend Jasmine's tiger. Okay, but they still hate each other. Oh yeah. So they have to go around. Uh, where's the city? Baghdad. Baghdad. Agrabah. 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 <laughs> and they have to solve crimes, and Iago's trying to convince someone to be his friend who really just hates him. Wait, I have one question. Does that monkey show up at any point just they to They murder out? the monkey. That's <gasps> wish number two. Oh, my God. <laughs> Iago's <laughs> like, I wish I had a friend, and I wish that monkey was oh, dead God damn as it. Dillinger. <laughs> um, I've got another good show. It's oh. just the Sultan of Aladdin, where every time it's a court show, but every time everyone's coming in to complain about ownership of a baby and he just says, cut it in half. And they do. And then there's one. <laughs> oh, you get the sultan or the king from any uh, any princess universe. And then they're like, they're trying to find a new court gesture. And so they like, it's just America's Got Talent with all the best talent from Disney's side gestures. Okay, since we're getting into really crazy crossovers, mm-hmm. the sword from Sword in the Stone joins X of Sword. X of Sword. They're going to find it. It does. They it's Excalibur. Like it's Excalibur. And you know who holds it? Swordy. Swordy. Oh, my God. Oh, gosh. Wow. I'm not going to watch it. Do we have any idea about what the actual show is going to be about? I, I really was wondering that because they they don't. It's a prequel. They don't show? have that it's much a of a rapport other than like Gaston Hunts. I know, but is this really what our live action, live action, like first justification of a gay character being in real life? It, it gets it, Luke Josh Evans work as I'm watching. It, it reminds I can't me, have him as the first gay character in a Disney. It, it reminds anything. me of Han Solo and Solo. Like this is a character who, to the extent that he has a a, a hero's journey or any character arc. It happens in the movie that we all know. Mm-hmm. And then you're trying to explain how he got to his first starting point. It's generally unnecessary and very difficult to do. How am I supposed to... I'm I'm going to learn that Gaston becomes an asshole over six episodes. Oh, he's nice in the beginning, maybe? Well, yeah, that's... Oh, it's, the, I yeah, it's the villain's so. journey. Yeah. yeah. I would hope so. That that actually, if they did that with all these ser- like these live-action ones of like how the villains became the way they are, that's kind of cool. But, but but I don't want another Maleficent. But you're like you're just like explaining you know you're you're watching the sausage get made. It's not the thing you like. It's them telling you here's why you. Okay, like so Gaston, it turns out wasn't invited to a wedding in the <laughs> the city, and boy does he get upset. Yeah. Oh. Um, also, you learn uh, there's another one about Scar where you learn how he got a scar. 
Yes. That's that's the whole it's thing. Called which, no, which I big actually cut, big face cut. Which apparently there was a Lion King novelization where they actually went into that. What was he called? He before originally Scar. was called Taka, I think, which apparently which apparently Taka, T A K A, which Racist. apparently means garbage. Oh. So there was there was Taka who was Taka Watiti. And then Mustafa who was bitch <laughs> there and then it was, I think it's Taka. What, I have to look do it you up. know what Watiti means? What? It means but actually like not. <laughs> but so like uh he ended up getting it with uh on a mission from a wildebeest while he was out with mustafa a wildebeest i think and so. now you know the full story it's true it was really interesting that i literally I read it this week and i was like fine i did i never really thought about that because <laughs> it was like well why the, how the fuck could he have been named scar without okay now this scar? might be stupid but <laughs> yeah it would have been a lot stupider if he was Born Scar. named Scar, <laughs> and then got like it. we're just fingers crossed hoping you get. And then, one. It, oh, because that's the prequel series, and he goes, he's gonna go, Daddy, my face. He's like, Well, I guess that's a self fulfilling prophecy. He's and probably just tr- trying to get on a ship somewhere, and they're like, What's your name? And he's like, I don't have a name. He's like, Scar. <laughs> well, oh, the one who doesn't have any friends, Scar, Scar. Skywalker. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> What's your last name? Hey, you seem like a person with an open wound. I'm calling you Scar. Ugh. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so should we move on to the remainder of comics this week? Yeah, yeah. I actually just want to keep Let's generating break down story some X Men comics. So we've got two more books that came out in Dawn of X. It's X Men number eight and New Mutants number nine, and I feel they were kind of the f- mirror image of each other. Almost, they were trying to tell the story of the New Mutants as they came back from Earth. Mm-hmm. Uh, X Men number eight did that, and then New Mutants number nine did a story of the, the some of the mutants who didn't go off into space but are now integrated with some of the ones who are back. Yeah, yeah. So, so meeting of those two teams. Meeting of those two teams. So let's start with X-Men number eight. So um, uh, we realize that... Uh, hey, Kalen, why don't you give us a recap? <laughs> <laughs> okay, I'm happy to do that. <laughs> right. So uh, Rain, when she comes back from space, has the king's egg. We realize that it is a, the egg of the brood, which are these like very uh, Sigourney Weaver-esque alien aliens within the Marvel Universe. Sexy, you mean. Uh, <laughs> super sexy. They uh, save children and climb into giant vehicles to fight other aliens. At the just like Sigourney Weaver. <laughs> get, away from, get away from her, you bitch. Yeah. <laughs> um, so Brew, who was a good brood and was part of the uh, Wolverine and X-Men like class uh, uh, several years ago, says, why do you have a fucking king's egg? You don't know what you've just done. They can smell that across the galaxy. And then, boom, Krakoa gets invaded once again. For paradise, they fucking keep getting invaded all the time. I'm like, power whales. You've obviously never been to the Bahamas. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, the power power whales were very funny to me. They just just washed up ashore on planet Earth. (laughs) That visual was so creepy. The like giant whales with all the brood coming out of its like eyes. Yeah, that was very unsettling. So the problem cool. is, all yeah. I could think about was The Simpsons with when I was like, woo, woo. Do you remember when Mo was moving the. Oh, yeah, the, the giant killer yeah. whale. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I'm just curious how they all got on Krakoa because they're not mutants. Like, what are they. How do they get. Because get, they couldn't go through um, the portal. What do you they, mean? They could go. They came from above. Well, I, I, That's I, how that. I've been wondering. Uh, there's a distinction of like mutants who don't happen to be human mutants. Are they allowed to go through the portal? Because Brew question. is. Brew is technically one of those. Yes, Brew is a mutant within. That's why, because he's like sentient, or like he's like, and he's very civilized yeah. as compared to the rest of the brood. I mean, he is fine, but I'm talking about like the actual like swarms of brood well, coming in. No, 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 no they th- just landed from. They just came in directly from space. Yeah, but no. even to get on there, you still have to like. No, no they no, no, can no. come, but they. The idea of why they, they ask the, first. Yeah, no, the you know why? Because Kate can. 
Kate can get they on the can, island. No, but the they reason why. Ship. But I think you're probably thinking of the <laughs> X Force issue, and yeah. that was they did it to conceal themselves. So I'm sure it alerts them when something's happening. But that's right. That's what I'm thinking of. You're right. You're right. You're right. You're right. You're right. You're right. So, so they were like, um, say, uh, what's her face is like, I am getting something. It appears to be a giant fucking insect. whale. Oh. With, yeah. Yeah. With insects coming out of, out of its eyes. So they're, they fight, they fight the fucking brood. Um, and then it goes off into space where you see gladiator and kid gladiator. Another character mm. from the, uh, Wolverine and X-Men series. I fucking loved him. He's fun. Kubert. Yeah. The, um, he's fighting off the brood and they f- f- find out that, uh, uh, Ronan, the accuser, is it another accuser? I think it's another, another accuser. It's another yeah. accuser is in Shi'ar space trying to get the King's egg. He's got the star jammers as prisoners. And he's talking to. And he's going to make them play a show in an hour if they don't cooperate. No, the Star Jammers just sound like a stupid band name. It does. Okay, sorry. I'm into it. Um, uh, they're a great jam band. Um, and so he's he's talking to Sunspot, uh, Bobby DaCosta, about getting King's Egg, and he's like, "Look, I just want you to beat up the fucking mustache guy Corsair as much as possible because <laughs> he's a dick, but he's also, you know, family of a friend, so." Let him go, and I'll let you know where the King's Egg is. They so. really pinned them down heavily. They used to be, I feel like in the 90s, I thought they were like cool, but in every subsequent series, there was like Star Jammers are assholes. <laughs> like they're they just, always kind of work with pirates. Them. I know, but, but like you think of the fun Han Solo pirates. You, think, you type. think of. They're, they're really rapey. You think of like mm-hmm. rock stars, but yeah. they're really like a washed up band. Yes. I think that's actually probably actually why. Someone probably took it that way, and then they just kept Keith it. Keith Richards as yeah. Corsair. But, and then like it, the, then you realize, oh, he's actually just like a groupie, or he's like, he helps lift Rody. stuff on stage. Rody. Yeah, Rody. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, uh, the issue deals with a lot of space shit, um, which I'm super into. So uh, uh, what, Sunspot what? didn't go away. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I'm glad that he's still involved. Yeah, yeah, I, um, I, I also like that they sort of spotlight um, uh, Vulcan. And how yes. how he sort of came yeah. back into the fold because um, there was a big storyline for a while that um, the what was a War of Kings War of Kings yeah. and they referenced that in one of the info two of the infographics actually which useful. is really cool I like that they updated it with all the new yeah it's <laughs> new like, corrections not dead uh, <laughs> with red pen yeah just basically like, um, but so we we figure out that he's not dead and then we also figure out that he they basically recreated his team that was annihilated all those years ago right, right. so it's really cool can yeah. someone explain what that update those two memos were because I did not understand. So that. the War of Kings was a um, a storyline that came out maybe 10, 12 years ago, and it was during the whole annihilation space like saga that Marvel was doing back then. Yeah, <clears throat> Vulcan, uh, when he was introduced, um, left Earth and ended up taking over the entire Shi'ar Empire, and it uh-huh. created this like crossover saga of various like empires on space, like fighting each other, including the Inhumans, the Shi'ar and others. Yeah. 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 It was, it was a big crossover and actually it spawned off of uncanny X-Men like back in the day. Yeah. You know how Clark was really excited that Polaris went into space one time. Yeah. Yeah. Havoc and all that. That's what that sparked into. So what was the purpose of the updated version of the memo? Basically that all these people are still alive. We we did. Oh, they got resurrected. Yeah. We had no idea basically. So this, these were confirmations that, uh, as fans speculated for like a long time. So it's kind of I cool see, to I actually see. know what happened. A yeah. little bit at least. Well, Vulcan we know came back through like the resurrection protocols. Well, no, Vulcan never dead, it said actually. I know, but I do think that's what that's 
that's what ended up. Oh, happening. that like that someone else discovered. I don't know. Maybe he never died there. So, but Maybe, Black yeah. more to come because uh, Black Bolt hasn't been. So Black Bolt wasn't around. Black Bolt was allegedly killed Murder. during the War of Kings. Oh, so he but came there was back. a whole series, right? He had his and, own, and then like, he's he series. sort of resurfaced, but he doesn't talk anymore. So people are like, he "What never, is the story behind that?" He never what? talked though. Black King, uh, Black Bolt well, never he, talked. He did to use his powers like back right. in the day, but now he now that he's resurfaced, he hasn't talked at all. At all, like not even to use his power. Not even to me. Yeah, I wish you were Black Bolt. <laughs> Seriously, God. <laughs> Black um, Bolt's voice is actually less shrill than Ryan Crawls. So. I I know we probably could, less booming though. That's, I mean, given how intertwined they are, we could probably pivot over to a synopsis for New Mutants. Yeah, sure. there's um, a lot of correlation. Give it to us, Adam. Yeah, sure. So uh, the New Mutants end up actually it was kind of hilarious to me because the way that this issue ended of X Men number eight. I actually read them in reverse order by accident, and so I expected that X Men like would, and either the like overall thing would just end, and they'd be like, okay, that was just an episode of the week where like you know a giant fucking whale lands on your beach and then attacks you with uh, aliens inside. But it seems like it's still going. But then in New Mutants, they're all kind of catching up post the space mission. Boom Boom is pissed. She wants to go back out there, and they said, hey, guess what? You get to go to um, what the hell is that place called? Carnelia. Yeah, uh, you get to go to some other place in the USSR that's now broken it's, up. It's it's like a part of Ukraine that's not a part of Ukraine. It's one of those additional countries. So is, yeah, well that's why I always laugh because like <laughs> they even show you a map and I'm like, what it's, is actually that? There? Uh, I was <laughs> like, what a weird mystical land. You I looked it up. It's real. Yeah. <laughs> this is one of the funniest. It's Belarus. Oh, so yeah. Carnelia yeah. is actually real? <laughs> no, no. Oh, I was. I do mean Belarus. <laughs> yes, <laughs> okay. Belarus. Belarus. Uh, so the funny thing to me is that like you can tell where comic writers are exploiting the lack of knowledge yes. of, of geography of uh for americans in geography where they're like hey uh we put a country in the middle of those like cluster of countries between mexico and south america did you notice no you didn't it, hey it's it over with me. that cluster of countries in the balkans latveria yeah in dc there was a country a middle eastern country that was like like a rogue nation called korok I'm like, okay, <laughs> all right, yeah. all right. Oh, my God. Um, Was so, there yeah. one called Quran? <laughs> so uh, the new mutants are back from space. They want to go on a kind of a new mission already again. Magic gets some good kind of lessons learned and discussions with Cyclops. She's like, don't you fucking worry. I'm going to take care of this shit. Mondo mm-hmm. uh, gets to interface again with uh, Krakoa. Against, really, a Mondo and Krakoa as well. Yeah. Just both getting, of them hate it. But they both get to punch Cyber, Cypher in the face, so it's okay. There's a missing <laughs> lady in Carnelia, a missing girl who actually has the power to break reality, mm-hmm. as young mutants always seem to do in these series. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, it's very, at this point. Very easy to do it. <laughs> yeah. Right. No. Reality is very fragile. So the uh, a group of the new mutants, uh, was it Chamber, Magma, Mirage, as she's going by now, Boom Boom, and Shion? 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 Just call her Karma. Kar- karma. Oh, yeah. Karma. Yeah. They all go in. Karma gets fucked up by the reality-bending powers, literally like uh, little aliens coming out of her eyes. This is a Sigourney Weaver week. Yeah. Like, it looks literally like an alien coming out of her eyes. Um, Chamber gets kind of caught up and they're like, shit, we got to get out of here. And they go to, in the sex tent, they go to 
uh, find Wild Side, who is apparently the only fucking person that wild can solve this child. problem. Child. Yes. No, Wild Side. Wild Side. Yeah, it's Wild Side. It's wild, wild Child. Child it's the oh, that's Wild Side. Yeah, God damn it, you're right. Because it's... Um, you got your forearm. You got Kaylin, your that fucking it's, bitch with wings. It's famous BMX rider Wild Side. Wild Side. <laughs> <laughs> like, Wild... What, why, I mean, I, the Mutant Liberation Front, they used to be under strife. They were kind of like the terrorists of the mutant. They're league. terrible. Like, yeah. They're, they're the bad ex force. They're all assholes. They're they're giant douches. Um, what the, why the fuck would they go to him? Well, uh, I think he's. What's he, his power? He, he's sort of like de- he re- distorts people's reality, but not in the same way as this girl. So I don't know really why they're going towards. You know how like you're like like you live a normal life. He'll show up and be like time to get wild, and then you open your eyes <laughs> and, then and you're like, like crazy. <laughs> but does he have a superpower, or is he putting acid in your water bottles? I, it, doesn't it seem like this is the mutant that like creates like energy drinks? <laughs> I, I mean, it, if you were going to have someone who like distorts reality, uh, at, like distorts reality in other people, I would think that would be a very valuable skill to have in like coaching someone who doesn't know they are distorting reality and actuality. Okay, so yeah. th- this is a list of his actual powers: <laughs> sharp claws, agility, uh, great reflexes, and then hallucination inducement. My- so they they could. Make her hallucinate. They could hallucinate well, her till she's able to like calm down and Well, talk. that's yeah. what Karma was trying to know. do, right? She's like, I'll control her, pull her out, and we can figure this out. And then it didn't work. Theory, so, yeah. But yeah, it makes sense. What I love is that Wildside is literally like, it was, it's actually funny that if Wildside, and then I think it was Cyber, was that his name? Like it was some 90s villain. If Wildside and Cyber had babies, they'd just be Wolverine because he, yeah. Wildside literally looks like fucking Wolverine. Yeah. And it's just like the stupid. I like. I just can't imagine the writer room. They're like, okay, but like two new characters. He's a Rob like Layfield character. Yeah, that's it, yes, so, he certainly is. Um, so what if Wild Child and Wild Side had a kid? It would be Child Wild Side. Child Side. I love all your answers. <laughs> side Child. All are correct. <laughs> wild too. I give most of my love to my first kid, but you're my side kid. <laughs> Do you remember the comic side about child. Wolverine's daughter, Wild Thing? <laughs> Like in oh, MCU, yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 There's a bunch of stupid names out there. Yeah, there were. You know that someone bought like some network executive was like, let's just let's just like get a test script for that going, just because we know that the theme song would be wild thing. Yeah. <laughs> um, Ed Brisson has not been my favorite writer on the New Mutant series, but like he, this is the best issue he's done. I think. Oh yeah, he's getting better. But I, I will have to say, knowing, reading the New Mutants in X Men and then reading them in this, mm-hmm. there's a very clear distinction of what is better writing. They're and down. I, I, I hate to compare them, but it's uh, no. You some of the characters are so generic where they just don't do anything. You see it with. You're exactly right. You saw it almost immediately, and that was the biggest problem that we've kind of said multiple times. Where it's like Hickman's got really good voices for individual yeah. characters. Brisson, you're just literally reading it's, everyone saying the same thing to advance a narrative. I, I, I agree with that. But in this issue, uh, my, one of my favorite scenes is the Cyclops magic conversation. Oh yeah, that's fair. That's and it was like scene. the mirror image of what was happening in X-Men number eight. And you know, it's like, you know, commander to captain. I really yeah. want to talk about what happened when you guys went to that farm yeah. or when um, this other group of mutants went to the farm. And like, yes, they didn't kill any humans, but it could have really gone the other way. And magic is like, fuck you like you know they did what they had to i i think to add to that um another characterization i really liked for its economy was for chamber yes this was one of the stories where i felt like i'm the i'm more interested in hearing more about what's happening with him that's fair because he actually seemed in a way this kind of 
powerful but yet meek and relatively mild character who has interests and longings, but he's never really been a huge focus for a lot of people. Has he been? Has he? Did he date Magma at one point? Because like he definitely remember that. Because he felt like Amar. He was like Amara didn't even acknowledge me while I was here. I thought it might have just been like a quick drop of like I, no I one's it, bothered to ask. I thought it was more of a reference to um, how Magma start, sort of only talks to the new mutants yes. and uh, anyone not the Generation Gen- X yeah. characters. Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah. Um, I just uh, this was as as I continue to say as a fan of like continuity or just crossover. Like I just these two episodes back to back episodes. These issues made me really happy because it was nice to see everybody mixing and mingling yeah. as characters in there in the storylines. Yeah, like, I think. There just needs to be more of that. It's really Let's get cool. armor out of that story. Just keep her in cable, though. I agree. Uh, yeah, I. That's the one thing I have. Like, stop, <laughs> oh, stop launching them into everything. This made sense because they kind of flip flopped and went in different direct, like different places. I've seen that movie. Stop let's, having someone pop let's, up. Let's put glob on it. Armor's doing yeah. enough on the side. Yeah, we need some glob. Herman. Where's rock yeah. slide. Everybody I loves agree. that guy. I love, I love rock slide. Where, anal. Where's anal been? Where the fuck Girl. has rock slide been? He's probably Do you getting think him and Anal th- are having sex. I think he's actually getting laid in Krakoa, honestly. Right? Is I he think still he, dead? he's getting his rocks off. Yeah, is he just are he you insinuating he's having sex with Krakoa? He's Krakoa? technically immortal because he can't really die. So what? Because he, yeah, they have resurrection he, mutant. Powers. I, know, I know, but no, but no, actually, no, but like separate of that, does is he's not an immortal in any capacity? He's exploded multiple times and turned himself back together. Oh. Mm. Into magma at one point, <laughs> and you he's guys, a doctor. It's like you guys went through like OK Cupid, and you're like, "Oh, that's a good." He might one hundred and thirty can reform himself. Yeah, that after sounds a... wonderful. <laughs> it's not a he's a doctor. Uh, so next week we've got um, X Force number nine, Excalibur number nine, Guardians of the Galaxy number three, and we're going. We were going to review Thor number four oh, no, and Venom. Uh, Venom number twenty four this week, but we're going to sh- uh, save it for next week. They're great. Read them. Yeah, they're yep. wonderful, um, and we'll talk more about them next week, uh, if we're all together next week. Um, we've been Homo Superior. Find us on SoundCloud, Sp- uh, Spotify, uh, iTunes. Interact with us on Twitter and the Instagram. The CDC website and uh, Instagram. Um, mm-hmm. And Grinder and Scruff. Yeah. yeah. Bye. Bye. Stay safe.